What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Sports Kingdom Show. I'm Eric, the Duke of Sports Sklar. I'm joined by my co-host, Tyler Pacholke. we got a lot of great stuff to cover. Coming up in a little bit, we will talk about Melo going to OKC and Dwayne Wade teaming back up with LeBron in Cleveland. Also coming up a little later, a big day on Monday, Lakers Media Day took place, so we will have everything from Media Day. But first, let's start with the NFL. A lot of great football games over the weekend. But uh, let's start with Tyler's power rankings coming into week four of the NFL season. Tyler, what you got for me? All right, let's do it. Let's jump in here. Um, number 10 is uh, the first interesting one. I don't know if I've ever thought this highly of this team, but number 10 is coming in as Jacksonville. Uh, they played really well at the start of the season. Dan Quinn, the old Seahawks coach, has got them playing good. Uh, I, I think they're coming in at number 10 right now. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard anybody put the Jacksonville Jaguars in their top yeah, 10 power rankings. And I think they're going to win their game this week, and it's going to be a 3-1 and one Jacksonville team uh, rolling. We'll see if they can keep, see how long they can sustain it. But It's crazy. I picked, In fantasy, I picked up uh, Javoris Allen and uh, Benjamin Watson, the, the Ravens running back and tight end, all because they're playing the Jaguars. And I was like, yeah, they'll give me a lot of points playing the Jaguars. And Michael had like six yards a half or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. It's, it was uh, luckily Watson got the touchdown for the for the Ravens that game. I got uh, up super early in the morning to watch a horrible football. game. You were up at six thirty in the morning. Oh yeah, got to do it. Got to go. catch all the games I can. Got to love getting Sunday ticket on the PS4, huh? Yeah, it makes life easy. Oh yeah, ain't too bad. Ain't too bad. No. Uh, number nine, another team jumping in the top ten for the first week is Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they're looking good. They're looking strong. They look like they're going to be uh, a playoff team this year. It's kind of I was kind of on the fence about them at the start. I uh, didn't know what was going to happen with Zeke and that that whole ordeal. But the offensive line's looking good, and I think they're rolling. Yeah, I think I think last night uh, last night really really solidified them. I think I think that they really turned the page after that loss. Yeah, that's a good Cardinals team that they beat too. Yeah. So I mean, it's not they didn't just beat some slouch. They're uh, but they're looking good. Dak is—he's uh, always surprising me. I don't—I don't necessarily have the highest opinion of Dak, but he always balls out when the lights are on. It's, so you can't take that away from him. Okay. Um, coming in at number eight, same spot. I had them at eight last week as the Detroit Lions. Man, that was a—that was a tough. They took a tough L last week. I'd that, be pissed if I was them. That was a hell of a game. Yeah, I, I mean, felt—I felt bad for those guys. Yeah, that's. I tough. really, I really wasn't believing the whole uh, Detroit Lions two and zero hype or anything like that. But, I mean, Matt Stafford's one hell of a quarterback. I think it was like eight straight games uh, of fourth quarter comeback for him. Yeah, he's uh, he's a beast. I mean, he's top tier guy and. They were right there with the Falcons, who I think super highly of. It's a really good football team. They were, they, were, they, they. I think they made the play to win the game. Now, yeah, it didn't happen. It didn't happen that way, and that runoff really kills it. Yeah, that rule. That rule was really fishy. That, yeah, that and well, it just sucks because if the runoff didn't happen, they if the refs didn't call it a touchdown, which it, the, you know they ruled it wasn't a touchdown. Yeah. They probably would have been able to get up and spike the ball or something like that, or make yeah, something give, happen. Yeah, give them one more chance. Of yeah, chance that's of just a, a tough way down. to lose a game. It's just all right, game over. Um, moving on, I got uh, number seven. I got Denver down one slot from from six last week. Uh, took a bad L. I still, I think they're, I, I think they're fine though. They're they're going to be all right. Yeah, they're that, still that they're still a power in the AFC. Did you see Did you see when Von Miller got penalized for that that fifteen yards when he when he Stuck his hand out to help Tyrod Taylor up, but then he like psyched him. Yep, yep. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that <laughs> that's some goofy stuff. I, I that's uh, they, they both they both said the reps something. Are tough. They both said something in the in the press conference after the game where they both said like they're friends and they were yeah, laughing at each other. Yeah, that's what I mean. Other. It's like they it's, were laughing at each other, but the refs still had to call it because by definition that's taunting. Yeah, no, that's the thing is all these guys are friends, or they played in college, or they played in high school, so. You never know what all these guys' relationships are, so yeah, things exactly. don't always seem as what they look. Uh, coming in at number six, we got Green Bay up three spots. Wow, that's yeah. a big jump. Yeah, it is a big jump. I mean, they're just I, I like I said, I love Rodgers. I think he's the best player in football, and they're uh, they're rolling. 
it doesn't matter how they start the game. They always just finish strong, and that's kind of how they finish seasons as well. So hopefully they can keep it up. Um, I think they'll get the win this next week as well. Uh, number five, I got Oakland, who took an L. So they're moving down one spot. Um, I think sense. I think they're okay, though. That was a pretty bad game by those guys. Uh, I thought Marshawn and and Amari were going to have a much better game than they did. But oh, my goodness. Amar, Amar, I'm about ready to drop Amari Cooper <laughs> for my fantasy. Don't team. do it. Don't do it? No, not yet. Oh, man. But uh, Washington, I mean, I just – I don't know. Maybe I just don't have enough respect for Washington. I kind of seem to always undermine their talent level. Yeah. And they came out and they beat a good Raiders team in front of everybody on Monday yeah. Night Football. I mean, so. I mean, in my opinion, the Raiders had no business losing that game. No, no. I, I honestly thought that was a pretty strong – win for Oakland and they just got whooped yeah. um, coming to number four another team that took a loss so they're down two spots uh, they were the number two team last week is Pittsburgh Steelers um, yeah I don't it, it was a weird week last week there's I, I mean I went down the middle as far as my prediction so eight and eight I don't I don't uh, know I remember <clears throat> I remember I called the Chicago Bears the Chicago trash fire last week yeah. when I when I was picking the Steelers to win that game and then out so, of nowhere, the Bears win in overtime. So the Bears and the Titans were were pissed. I, I disrespected the Titans yeah, pretty they, bad. They must have been listening. Yeah, they were for <laughs> sure listening. All right, number three, I got uh, the Atlanta Falcons up up two spots. Big win over Detroit. Like I said, that was a tough loss for Detroit, but Atlanta three and zero rolling coming off the coming off the Super Bowl loss. That's uh, that's awesome. Um, they're going to be good. Uh, and then we got number two, the New England Patriots. Yeah. I really wanted to put them as number one, but I mean their only losses to the number one seed. So yeah, I have I got to keep them at two right now. But they're they're looking as good as ever. They they might not lose another game. I mean Tom Brady in the two minute drill was just <laughs> unbelievable on Sunday. That's, that's film. That's film for you. That's, <laughs> kids will be watching that forever. It's uh that's just what he does though. He's he's the ultimate professional and. There's a lot of there's a lot of good good solid endings this last week. I mean Stafford and Brady were going down to the wire at the exact same time. Yeah, exactly. I was watching on the app. I was just flipping back and forth. Oh so, yeah, God, this is insane right now. And leading into that is the number one team, second week in a row, Kansas City Chiefs undefeated. Yep. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, looking good. Only looking one good. Of, one of two undefeated teams left. Him, them and the Falcons. Yeah, no, I, that's that's good. I think that's. Uh, the NFL's always been pretty good about keeping the competition pretty even. There's not a lot of uh, bottom feeders this year. Yeah. So, all right, let's recap. So your, your yep. top ten power rankings, who we got, one to ten? We got Kansas City, New England, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Oakland, Green Bay, Denver, Detroit, Dallas, and Jacksonville. Jacksonville, I said it. Oh, my goodness. That still sounds really Yeah, it sounds really, sounds really weird. weird. We'll see. I, I think they're probably going to have one more week there, but after that, I don't know. We'll yeah. See. All right. So from Tyler's power rankings, we'll now move to uh, my picks of the week yeah, for uh, NFL week four. First of all, what was your record last week? Oh, do we really have to go there? Last week, I, I got six correct, ten wrong. We're going to keep a running total through all of this. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So last week, Tyler went eight and eight. Not good. Not good. But, hey, better than I did. Uh, yeah. Last week, I went six and ten. But, uh, all right, starting out Thursday, we got the one and two Chicago Bears traveling to Green Bay to face on the two and one Packers. Um, I mean, I can't. <laughs> I can't pick the Bears <laughs> after this. Can't pick the trash fire this week? No. I'm going with that was a fluke. Um, so I'm going with the Green Bay Packers. And then moving to Sunday, we have another London game, another early one. Are you going to be up for that one? Of course. Okay. Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe I'll come over Sunday morning before, yeah. I have to, before I have to head to work. No, this is good. This is, they're, they're, good. they're good football games. The crowds there are insane. Yeah. I mean, I think they said they had like 75,000 or more, something. I mean, that's more than the Chargers and Rams are getting combined, basically. <laughs> like, it looked like Jacksonville Jaguars were a pro soccer team. It was insane. All the flags they had in the stands <laughs> and stuff. I was like, what is going on? So the London game, we got the New Orleans Saints traveling to London to play the Miami Dolphins. Uh, the Saints are 1-2. and two, Dolphins are 1-1. One and one. Uh, I'm going to go with the Saints. Yeah, it's a nice little. Uh, uh, that could be a nice little back-to-back -back win after starting out I think out I saw the losses. line. I think I saw the line. It said uh, New Orleans was favored by like three. I think something like that. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Saints. 
then now we have the 10 o'clock games here on the West Coast, 1 o'clock games for the East Coast. Uh, we have the Los Angeles Rams traveling to Dallas, battle of two 2-1 two and one teams. It's going to be a good game. Yeah, I think I think this is going to be a very good game. Two good young quarterbacks duking yeah, it out. Yeah, uh, a couple good receiving cores. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Los Angeles Rams on that one. It might sound like a little bit of a home pick, but no, that, that's um, a good pick. I think I Dallas think, is gonna win that one though uh, at home. Okay. So, but I mean, I think the Rams they're coming off another win. They're looking good. I mean, the Rams are looking good. People are excited, dude. I'm getting pissed. The, right the now, ticket prices might go up now. Yeah. Well, they're they're in first place. Yeah. No, they're Everybody, rolling. Uh, they're looking good. Yeah. They've had massive offensive games. It's crazy. I mean. Todd Gurley, I think, yeah. had, what, three touchdowns, 100-plus Sammy yards? Wa- Sammy Watkins looked like Sammy Watkins last game. That was nice yeah, to he, see. Yeah, he really impressed me, but he got a concussion, so he might not even play this week. Um, now moving on, we got the Buffalo Bills, 2-1, and one, taking on the uh, the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. Uh, definitely got to go with Atlanta staying undefeated on that one. Yep, definitely. Um, Atlanta's just a better team, uh, hands down, in my opinion. And then moving on, we got another uh, rivalry game. We got uh, Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to Baltimore. Game of the week. You think? Okay, so last week you called Atlanta Detroit being the game of the week. Which now is a you're, great you're game. You're calling Steelers Ravens. Oh yeah, Steelers Ravens. That matchup. Oh man, that's some. Uh, that that's a game of the score could be like six to three. Oh please don't say that. I, it's just this please don't say that. Tough. I mean, it's a new day. Bandon Bandon Flacco throw the ball at all. It won't be like that, but. I've been watching these games for so long, and they're always just so good. So yeah. I don't think anything's going to change. Uh, Baltimore is going to want to redeem themselves from getting embarrassed over in London. So yeah, but uh, uh, I think that's game of the week. I don't, I don't think I don't think Baltimore is going to get revenge for getting embarrassed. Uh, no, I'm going, no, I'm going with Pittsburgh to win that game. I agree. And then uh, we got two zero and three teams playing this week: the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals uh, traveling. A l- to another city in Ohio, Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns. They're going to take on the Cleveland Browns. Um, I got the Cincinnati Bengals winning their first game of the season. Yeah, definitely. They looked the last game was definitely a bounce back game for yeah. them, even though they got the loss. Yeah, that looked much better. So they, much better. They're turning it around. Um, I, I think, think another th- week under that new offensive coordinator's system yeah. really helped. This them. is going to be a good uh, tune-up game for them. And then uh, we got the Tennessee Titans traveling to Houston to play the Texans. Uh, the Titans are two and one. Texans are one and two. Uh, I got the Texans moving to two and two in that game. Uh, yeah. So I got yeah. the Texans winning. Uh, next game we got the Lions traveling to Minnesota to play the Vikings. Both teams are two and one. That's gonna be a good game. Uh, divisional matchup. Divisional matchup. Case Keenum actually looked like a real quarterback and not under Jeff Fisher's offense. Yeah, that guy's a that guy is a pro man. He's he's a stud. Six years of college football will do that for you though. Yeah. That that. That really helps. But uh, I'm actually going with the Vikings again. Case Keenum's going to get two wins back-to-back. Nice. I think it's going to be Detroit. We've got some discrepancy. Yeah, I like this. Um, Then we got uh, Carolina uh, traveling up north to Foxborough to play New England. That could be a bad bad loss. I mean, I'll probably say this every week with the Patriots, but Carolina could uh, could come in there and get embarrassed. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely have the Patriots winning. I don't know by how much. But uh, definitely got the Patriots winning that game. And then uh, got Jacksonville playing uh, the New York Jets in New York. Jacksonville obviously two and one. The Jets one and two. Um, I don't know what compels me to say this. I don't know what it is, but uh, I got the Jaguars moving to three and one. Yeah, they're doing three and it. one. Who hey. did you think you would ever think? No, Jaguars I didn't. Would be three and one. No, I didn't. After four se- four weeks in the NFL. No, it's awesome. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad they're. I'm glad they're crushing it. Yeah, and now we got uh, San Francisco 49ers. They're 0 three, traveling to Arizona to play the Cardinals. Uh, NFC West matchup over there. Probably the two teams that'll be at the bottom of the division by the end of the end of the season. Yeah. Um, but I have the Arizona Cardinals winning that game. I just think that secondary is going to be too much for San Francisco to put up a lot of points and Carson Palmer, Larry Fitzgerald, that's still a great combo as yeah. a quarterback and a yep. receiver. I mean that catch, Good old Larry. That catch Fitzgerald had last night, he he like trapped it with his leg and tumbled. Good. It was Good old Larry. Yeah. 
now I got the Philadelphia Eagles coming here to Los Angeles to play the Chargers. Uh, Eagles are two and one coming off that victory against uh, the New York Giants. Uh, Chargers coming off a tough loss to the Kansas City Chiefs, but I know I said it last week and I was wrong. But I got the Chargers winning their first game of the season this week. Yeah, me too. Uh, I think they're against gonna, the think, Eagles. That's like my one. Uh, I think that's my my upset pick of the week. Is uh, yeah, definitely. I think the Chargers are going to win. The L.A. Chargers are going to win that game. <laughs> Uh, then we got the New York Giants, uh, still winless in this very young season, traveling to Tampa Bay to play the Buccaneers. Um, I just don't see how the Giants can win this game. They just look god awful. Yeah, the the Giants are they're they're trying to figure out who they are right now. It seems like, which is not good. You should know what you're doing by the start of the season. But I think they're actually going to win this game. I think this is going to be their first win. Um, and just because you know Eli's a pro, o- Odell's, Odell's a freak. Odell. He's a freak. You know, and they still have some decent players on defense. I think they're. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year. They're. I think they're headed towards the six or seven games. Yeah, but I think they win this one. I think they get their first one. I, ju- I just think Jameis Winston isn't going to let himself have two bad games in a row. No, J- Jameis is going to be. A, that's a good uh, fantasy call this week. No, oh. Jameis against the Giants. Jameis against the Giants. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's going to throw a lot. Uh, then I got uh, another divisional game, Oakland Raiders traveling to Denver. Both teams are 2-1. and one. I got the Raiders bouncing back after that Sunday night loss. Um, that's like That was probably the other game I was thinking of as, as far as game of the week. That's, that's going to be a, yeah. a, a really good game. Yeah, good high, high-powered offense versus a high-powered defense. It's going to be great. It's gonna be, I think it's going to be a shootout, though. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting if Oakland uh, – if Oakland can get to Trevor Simeon, you know, get that, get him all discombobulated, I think uh, I think Oakland can win. But I just like Denver's defense too much. I think they're going to end up uh, holding Oakland's offense to not enough to get it done. Yeah. I think uh, Denver wins. Yeah. So, well, another one we disagree on, but hey, it's okay. That's 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 what we're looking for. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, now we got a uh, Sunday night game. We got the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle in Seattle both teams are one and two yeah god Seahawks look not what I they don't look like how I want them to look no I don't I don't think they look how you want them to look no either. it's it's tough I hope they get a big win against the Colts they need a big, I have they need winning. a they need a big win though they need they need their offense to come out and get some momentum I think Chris Carson's our guy now I think oh, there's no, there's no more question on that. We're moving forward. Hopefully, Doug Baldwin's groin isn't too bad. Um, but that we need a bit. We need a big win. We got to score some points, and we got our defense needs to look like it has the last five six years. Yeah, if that if that Seahawks defense doesn't have a field day with that Colts offense playing Willie Beeman, yeah, there's there's no reason the Seahawks should lose this game. No. Um, in Seattle too. Yeah, in Seattle, probably the best. Not probably the best home field advantage in all of football. Yeah, I mean you've definitely been there personally. One. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely number one. It's not even close. Yeah, especially with the weather, it's just not close. And then, uh, last but not least, the Monday night game. We got the Washington Redskins traveling to Kansas City to go play at Arrowhead uh, to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Redskins two and one. Chiefs three and zero. I got the Chiefs moving to four and zero. How did how did the Redskins get two back to back Monday Night Footballs? <laughs> and I, I that's no besides Redskins, the point. No, 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 the Redskins played uh, did they Sunday play, Night oh, Football. No, they played Sunday Night. Football. Was that what it was? Sunday yeah, Night Football. Sunday Night like, Football. Because the Cardinals. Am, played. am I reading this right? I was yeah. like, is that two weeks in a row? Okay, good. Thank God. Yeah. No. 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 I was like, no. The, the Redskins went from Sunday Night Football <laughs> to Monday Night Football. DC baby. No. So I think Kansas City's winning this game though. I think uh, yeah. I think I mean, like I said earlier, I I kind of I kind of disrespect Washington sometimes, but I just don't think they're that great of a football team. I don't think they're going to win this game. Yeah. So that that wraps up. I got three teams this week winning their first game: Cincinnati, Chargers, and the Giants. So I, okay, so I got two of those three. I have the I have the Bengals and the Chargers, but. I don't see the Giants winning this and, week. And I want to shout out the big surprises of last week. Uh, Jacksonville, obviously, yeah. sliding that top ten. They, they, they're they looking good. 
Washington, who, again, you know, never respect. <laughs> and Chicago, I don't, you know. I don't know what I don't know what happened. Shout out to those guys; they're the big surprise. Don't but shout out the Seahawks; they were a big surprise we, in the wrong way. Can we really shout out the Bears though? After that uh, blocked field goal, <laughs> the Leon Lett. Oh my yeah, goodness, that was, that was good stuff. That that was probably the stupidest <laughs> play I've probably ever seen in football. He stopped two inches of the goal line, and then he turns and around. He's like, "What?" Had a over. defender right behind him knock the ball out. Yeah, that was stupid. You got to finish plays. I don't. It's weird when NFL players do that shit and yeah. throw the ball. It's like, why don't you just carry it like yeah. five yards? In? Like finish the play. You're getting paid for this. You're you're a professional. I expect that in like Pop Warner. But anyway, that wraps up uh, the picks of the week for NFL Week Four. Uh, we're gonna transition now to the NBA. A lot of big stuff going on. Yeah, good stuff. Um, Some big. I, I mean, couple big moves since we've last talked. Yes. I mean, Sam Presti turned DeMontis Sabonis, uh, Victor Oladipo, (laughs) Ennis Cantor, and Doug McDermott into Paul George and Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Win right there. Oh, my goodness. That's a win. Oklahoma City now has three starters to average 20 or more points in a game from last season. I think there's only two or three other teams. I know for sure the Warriors and now Minnesota with adding Jimmy Butler. Those Those are the other two. This team reminds me a lot of the 2008 Boston Celtics. How so? Just bringing in these two, uh, just bringing in Melo and Paul George. It's like bringing in Ray Allen and KG. They it's just around their, it's around their star, as in Russell and Paul Pierce. And, okay. And they have a shot to make a run. Of the, I, th- I think they actually have a shot to make a run of the championship now. I oh, still definitely. I still, you know, they still got to beat the Warriors. They got a, but I, I but they got a great shot at it now. They're I mean, good. I had I had the Spurs as the number two seed and the the Thunder as the number four seed uh, last week on my my playoff predictions. Yep, I'm definitely switching that. Yeah, no, um, I, I had them number two before this, so I think I mean this is going to be good. I, we got to see it work. I just hope uh, I hope Melo's into it. I hope his spirit. Oh, I'm sure. There. I'm sure. I'm sure he is. I think if, he's just happy to be out of New York. Yeah. If if uh, if Melo's brought in, that team is dangerous. I mean, it is dangerous. But but what I also what I also think it shows is Russell Westbrook has a has a contract extension offer sitting on the table for the past two three for months a super now contract for a contract worth over two hundred million dollars, and yeah. he has yet to sign it. He's a different breed. He, he's he's, he's cut from his, a different cloth. He really is. But I think if he was waiting for the Thunder to make some sort of move to to solidify that they're willing to do anything for Russell Westbrook and the team to be the best that they can be, I think this is the move that, that gets Russell to sign that extension. Now, me as a Laker fan hates that because I want Russell to come here. Yeah. Uh, after this coming season, he's got all. He's got the power right now. Oh, the ball is definitely in his court. Uh, so he's, I think that's what he's. You know, he's he's probably the money's just probably not the number one thing to him. I no, mean, money, obviously, money money's not his, the number one thing to him. So that's clearly, a, because that's I mean, refreshing. He's, he's sitting. He's he just got a new contract from Jordan. He's chilling with the money. He doesn't need the two hundred million dollars. He's the MVP. He's of the, the league. fashion king. Oh, he's doing all sorts of shit. Yeah. So he, I, but I think that if there is a move that needed to be made to, to solidify. Yeah. The this Thunder, is, these are as big of a moves as you could possibly make. Yeah. You can't, you getting a Paul George and a Carmelo Anthony, you can't really do much better than that. There's no, you're not getting, you know, LeBron's not going to OKC. You know, yeah, no. it's just the. It's not gonna happen. That's no. I, their their roster looks as good as it possibly could have. I'm not sure how they even pulled this off. Their bench is very thin, though, and yeah, and especially I, at the guards. But shit, if Russell plays 40 minutes a game, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it can, it it's can not be gonna done. be an issue. It can be done, but I think the real question is all the like bringing in Paul George and Carmelo Anthony to team up with Russell Westbrook after this coming season. If they re-sign Russell Westbrook and they keep Paul George and Carmelo Anthony, they're going to be like three hundred million dollars into the luxury tax. Yeah, that's just not something a team can sustain. No, but 
this is it's all about getting getting your ring when you can get it in this league. You yeah, know, just, I mean, even even if it's one year at a time, you got to go all in. And if you got a shot to win a title, you got to go for it. You got to pay oh, the money. Oh, one hundred percent. This this was definitely the Thunder letting Russell Westbrook know, like, hey, we're going for the title this year. Yeah, no, it's 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 great to see. It's good to see that they did that for him. Yeah, after, I mean, it's after everything he's done for that franchise, staying around and and not taking that super max yet and. What's funny? What's funny is you brought up that this was kind of like the the 2008 Celtics for you, but what this was for me was this was like Jerry Buss looking at Kobe Bryant and saying, "Hey, I'm getting Pau Gasol." Yeah, no, it and is. And it they was. they went the three straight finals together. Yeah, it it's just oh, I, it's the first time I've seen from the Oklahoma City Thunder ownership taking a step to where. They're putting a championship first and not yeah. not saving money. Well, and traditionally, they've done it through, they've built through the draft, which they've been super successful. Yeah, at. they 100%. haven't. They just haven't. You know, they haven't done anything in the trade market like this. Um, well, except for trading Surge and letting go of uh, James Harden. Yeah, but I mean, they had to. They had Those. to let go that that year. They had to either let go of Surge and Harden. They went with the big guy and let Harden walk. Yeah, you know they don't they don't trade they don't they don't acquire big names through trade they they're drafting superstars. Yeah, and you know they're progressing these players within their system. They've they've had great co- coaches and uh, Donovan and Scott Brooks. Yeah, great player development guys. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, it's insane. Harden, Russell, and Durant are three of the top five players in the NBA, probably. Yeah, and uh, they were all there at the same time. What I really can't wait for is that 30 for 30 to come out in like 15 years of like what could have been yeah uh, yeah with with those uh, guys with uh, the three of those guys with kd russ and uh james harden yeah and they've had shots you know they took jeff green with like the yeah like a top five pick i think jeff green kd and uh, surge and and you know they're they're a good drafting team jeff green played on the sonics yeah, he, he was drafted as a sonic yeah with durant yeah same year it was like the two and the five pick yeah 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 Another big news today, uh, Dwayne Wade is going to sign a one-year $2.3 million deal with the Cleveland Cavaliers to rejoin LeBron James. Problem is, Dwayne Wade filled the 20th training camp roster spot. Teams can only hold 15 guaranteed contracts, and they have 16 players with guaranteed contracts. So they need to cut one or trade somebody. I know they've been trying to trade Iman Shumpert, just nobody wants his his deal. He, he's got like ten million dollars left on his deal. He's got to be the one to go. That I, well, they could cut Jose Calderon. Yeah, even but, before he suits up for a single game for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would I would cut Calderon. Yeah, but I think they're gonna end up cutting Iman just because of the the position he plays. And, yeah, but the, and now there's there's talks of Dwayne Wade sliding into the starting lineup. Over J.R. Smith, yeah, just definitely. Based off, you you think that you think yeah, that's the right sure. move? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what they're gonna do. Yeah, got to yeah. do it. And, 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 and having, gonna get his way. And J.R. is a natural sixth man type of player, anyways, and it's gonna, it's gonna be an easy transition for him to go back to that role. And he's still gonna be J.R. is still gonna be J.R. when he's on the court, and he'll probably be on the court at the end of the game over Dwayne Wade. Just depending on you know what's going on, depending Dwayne. On if Dwayne Wade's playing got the hot hand then obviously they're gonna roll with Dwayne Wade and they could play them all together uh with LeBron at the four if they want so yeah no that that'd be an interesting lineup it's chemistry you got to start LeBron and D Wade yeah that's true I know I'm not I mean I don't really I'm not too sure if this trade or this pickup makes them any better I don't I don't I don't know if it makes them any better either yeah that's that's I mean you're kind of Dwayne Wade's on the wrong side of 30 yeah it's it's the only thing it brings is a mentality and a chemistry bonus. Um, yeah, I think when they play other teams, the other guys are still playing Dwayne Wade and LeBron James. You know, it's yeah. still those are still LeBron's still the best player in the those, league. Those names still hold weight in the NBA. Yeah, and Dwayne Wade can still he can still play. He's not going to play a ton oh. of minutes. Yeah. It's uh, he Dwayne Wade is going to have he, he's got to be happy. I mean, he's oh. got a great role in that team now. But I just don't know if it doesn't make them any better in the sense of trying to beat the Warriors. It didn't like. I don't even think it helps them. They didn't take a trying step. to beat the Cavs. Yeah, they, the, the Celtics. Excuse me. They didn't take a step. They didn't really take a step forward. Really, the, all, the only thing is, is the chemistry could end up being, 
You know, just yeah, one of those LeBron teams that's just like laughing while they're playing because the chemistry is so good. They're passing it, passing the yeah. rock. Everyone's getting involved. You know, we could see that. And yeah, I'd, it was clearly a locker room move and a, yeah. and a LeBron James orchestrated move. As, yeah. as we all know, LeBron James is the end-all, be-all of that Cleveland Cavaliers organization. Yep, it's like AAU basketball. It's like, yo, you want to come play with me? And like, yeah, man, let me talk to my coach. <laughs> and then <laughs> I think I saw so, some meme, something like that. It's like the NBA's AAU basketball, and LeBron's just like, yo, I got a player. We're going to pick him up. It's like, all right, cool. All right, D-Wade's running with the Cavs. <laughs> That's funny. So now let's uh, let's talk about a little bit of the home team. Yes, let's talk about the Lake Lakers, Show. Lakers media day was uh, Monday, and boy, I woke up. I was ready to go. I turned on Spectrum Sportsnet. I watched from about 12.30 in the afternoon to about 3, 3.30, something like that. And it was just straight Lakers media day. And boy, was it fun. I'm very excited for this team. Yeah, it's ex- it's definitely exciting stuff. That's for sure. It's uh, it's looking up. Most exciting it's been in the last couple of years. Oh, 100%. It was funny. Uh, Rob Palenka, the, the new general manager... Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers, everyone is like trying to pinpoint a number on how many games this team is going to win. And um, I have a quote here from him. And then all, all the quotes that, I, that that'll be read uh, come courtesy of uh, Spectrum Sportsnet, the Lakers channel. So on people asking Rob Palenka to guarantee a number of wins, uh, he said, quote, I'll guarantee our fans are going to love watching this team. Every night, the level they're going to compete at is going to be a 10 out of 10. The only number I heard in there was 10 out of 10. I didn't hear a number uh, of how many wins. Magic didn't give a number of how many wins. Yeah, it's smart. It, they're, they're really setting the expectations of it doesn't matter how many games this team wins. It's going to be more exciting than last year. And they're young, so they're trying to make progress. They're trying to uh, you know progress within the system. These guys are trying to grow together, you know. Luke, Luke Walton, you know, all the all the young guys, um, Randall Ingram, Ball Clarkson, all those guys coming in. Um, they're trying to grow together, and I think that's what the ownership and the management's really trying to focus on is building something that's sustainable. You know, a team that's going to be around to be able to make a run with teams like the Warriors and the Cavs because these teams are stacked. And if you're not going to if you're not going to grab the free agents. You got to build from. You got to build in the draft. You got to build within. You got to coach. Hundred percent. Um, and then to that to that point of competing competing with the teams in the West like the Warriors, the Thunder, the Timberwolves, uh, the Rockets. GM Rob Palinka he he first compared it to having his son play up a level in AAU, and how playing against older and better competition is the best way for a player and a team to get better. Uh, he said, "Quote: We're in a strong position to have this young core group of guys." That's also wedded into a group of great veteran guys like great vets. Yeah, great vets. Uh, guys like Brooke Lopez, KCP. Uh, they just signed Andrew Bogut, uh, Luol Deng. Uh, to quote, improve every night because of these unbelievable power teams that we're going to have to face uh, in the Western Conference. So I think that mix of of core young guys, Brandon Ingram, uh, Lonzo Ball, Julius Randle, Jordan Clarkson, Kyle Kuzma. And mixing them in with a group of veterans like Brooke Lopez, Andrew Bogut, two big rim protectors, KCP, uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope. For those who don't know what KCP stands for, it's a bit of <laughs> yeah. a bit of a reach of a name. Um, who's a solid wing defender? Who, if there's a there's a disadvantage for Lonzo Ball on the defensive side against the point guard. KCP can slide Easy. over and yeah. guard the one. Yeah, the and Lonzo, Lonzo being six six point guard has the height advantage to to move on to a two guard. And to, to build guard. off that, they have Clarkson coming off the bench. And exactly, it's just, all three of them are very uh, interchangeable. Exactly. But yeah, no, I like the I like the mix of the uh, the young guys and the vets this year. Um, do you got a Do you got a number? You got a number in your your mind for as far as wins? You gonna put a number on it yet? I'm gonna put a number. I, the The Lakers front office won't, but I'll, I'll put a number on it, and I'm gonna go with 35. As a success, or is that what you think it's gonna that, be? That's what I think it's gonna be. Okay. I mean, 
Obviously, that's I would, good. Obviously, I would love for the Lakers to make the playoffs. I mean, no, 30, they, 35 games is like a nine game improvement from from what they had before. They mm-hmm. two two years ago they won 17 games. Yeah. Last year, I believe they won 26, and then to move to 35, I think that's a very healthy progression. Yeah, that's over three years of a rebuild. Yep. And I mean, the 17 games was Kobe's last season, and obviously we all know how that. Yeah, worked. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, from 17 to 26 to 35, I feel like that's very healthy and m- moving in the right direction, especially with such a big summer coming up. Yep. Uh, in yep. The it end. helps with the free agents. Hundred percent. Winning 100%. more games. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're going to be an interesting team. They're going to be fun to watch. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that they have this excitement be- behind their season. It's been the first time in a while. Uh, they could do some. They can do some things. You know, they could sniff the eight seed, sneak into the playoffs. But for that to happen, they need they, they need Lonzo. Lonzo has got to be the rookie of the year, and and uh, Brandon Ingram has to take that that big next step towards being a star in this league. We they really need Ingram to step up this year. Hopefully, he can be in the the twenty points per game. Well, Matt, role. but it, he played. He I think he played all eighty two games last year, which no. is. No. no, he didn't play all eight. Brandon Ingram did. No. no, I thought he led them in minutes or something. He like did that. lead them in minutes. Yeah, he, I was he like, led he played minutes. He, he got a lot of. He got a lot of. Uh, he got a lot of experience last year, which was good. So I'm hoping that this year he takes another big step. Um, something something I took away from uh, Magic Johnson on Spectrum Sportsnet uh, on Monday was Magic said that Brandon Ingram has been practicing hard all summer long, and Magic told Brandon specifically if he doesn't average 15 to 20 points a game he was going to be disappointed because that's the type of game that Brandon Ingram has, and that's what Magic Johnson sees yeah, in Brandon Ingram's game. Uh, it, yeah, he has to. Uh, he should be an isolation nightmare. He should be able to light it up. I think, uh, you know, his, his length, his, his touch around the basket. He, he also has to extend his game, though. His three-pointer, he's, he's got he's to develop that, and that's going to that's gonna help his – because everyone just pushes him off the block. He's not, he's not super strong yet. Um, and then they know he's going for the mid-range for the cover in that. Yeah. Um, it's tough for him to get buckets right now, so if he can take the step and get uh, get a little stronger and get that three ball in, he's going to be all right. Well, spe- speaking of Brandon Ingram's three-point shot, um, over the summer apparently Brandon Ingram actually changed his shooting mechanics. Um, so another quote from Brandon Ingram, uh, quote, just different mechanics. I think last year was kind of like a slingshot for me. The three-point line got further, so I couldn't get it to the rim. I was so small. Uh, we just tried to find a different way that I felt more comfortable shooting a basketball. So I think definitely that change in mechanics um, will lead to him being more consistent. And he said that uh, staying consistent is going to be one of like his challenges for himself yeah. this season. He's so, becoming a pro. You know, He's getting the routine down, coming in day in and day out, doing the thing. And then Magic Johnson, going back to not guaranteeing wins, um, I just loved this quote from Magic. Uh, it says, it's not all about wins. All I, all I want to see is this team be better than last season and that we are growing. If I can see every guy improve and get, and get better, and also, too, I want us to be entertaining. This is a better unit than we had last season. KCP is a better defender than anyone we had. He's going to set the tone on the defensive end. Brooke Lopez can space the floor. We're going to see a lot of drives and dunks, drives and layups that we couldn't get last season because you have to play him at the three-point line, and our pick and roll will be devastating. Yeah, they're they're going to be uh, they're going to be fun to watch. I think this Lakers team, to add another comparison, is similar to how the Thunder came up. I mean, they're all young guys that they drafted. They slowly progressed with each other. Got a young coach uh, that progressed with them. Uh, so, you know, I, I remember when the Thunder made that first giant step to get to the eighth seed. That's that's what we're looking for out of the Lakers. We just want them to be competitive this year and see growth. Yeah, definitely. Uh, another little interesting tidbit I found from uh, Media Day was from one of my favorite players on the Lakers, Larry Nance Jr. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Love Larry Nance. He's awesome. Dude. The guy, great bench player. Great uh, great energy guy. Great bench player. Yeah, exactly. Knows his role. Just a great basketball player to have. A great teammate. I'm get, I, I assume he's a oh, great from teammate. Ev- I mean, from everything yeah. I can tell. Especially because his dad I've was seen. a pro. You know, I don't yeah. see there being some crazy ego or something like that. Um, but going back to him being able to jump out the gym, he was asked if he would participate in the dunk contest this year. 
already it's media day and he's already getting questions about the dunk contest which is in february mm-hmm. um as as everybody i hope would know the nba all-star game is in los angeles this year it's going to be a big affair. Yep. It's going to be um, awesome. I definitely think we should make a trip out there for, oh, yeah. for All-Star Weekend. Yeah, no, we got to do it. But Larry Nance was asked uh, if he was going to participate in the dunk contest this year, and he said this, uh, quote, I'll say this. It's my third year. My dad did the dunk contest in his third year, and it's in L.A. I'd love to stay healthy and do it, and it's in the cards as of now. Yeah, that'd be cool. So that'd be sick. It's, it's going to be great. I, I got to. I got to assume he comes out rocking his dad's jersey on one of the dunks. I mean, that'd be sick. That's just a classic slam dunk contest that type would of be deal. Sick. Yeah, that that would be dope. So who so who you got? Who's uh who's not making the who's not making the roster that's that's on the that's on the uh, training camp right now? I'd probably say Alex Caruso. He's on a two way contract, so he'll be in yeah, the D League. Be in the G League. Or G League, excuse me. They're not sponsored by Gatorade, so we'll get that. Ty- what, what about, I got a couple names Tyler Ennis, Vander Blue. Vander Blue doesn't make the roster, in my opinion. Tyler Ennis might make the roster because we need a backup point guard. We have we have pretty solid depth. Um, yeah. Josh, every, Hart, every, Josh Hart makes the team. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be Josh Hart and Tyler Ennis as the backup point guards behind Lonzo. And then Jordan Clarkson, K- KCP. As the two guards, yep, and then we have and and, and you know uh, Brewer and Kuzma, yeah, Corey and Brewer Ingram and all those, yeah, guys. Kuzma, uh, Ingram, they Randall. got a lot of perimeter players. They can, I mean, they can do a bunch. Larry, of Larry Nance said that um, one of the best things about this roster is players like himself, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon yeah. Ingram, two Julius positions. Randall. They can guard two or three positions on yeah. the floor. Yeah, almost top to bottom. This team is pretty, uh, pretty diverse when they when it comes to being able to defend. They got three solid centers too, which is uh, yeah, I, it's crazy. One of the, one of the biggest things that was talked about Monday on uh, uh, during Lakers media day was the emphasis on the defensive end. They were the the biggest stat I heard was. The Lakers were 30th in the league in rim protection last season. Yeah. And Brooke Lopez and Andrew Bogut are going to be a serious upgrade in, in, and the, rim, in, the, pro- in the rim protection department. Yeah. I mean, Zubots, he had a pretty – Thomas Bryant could be a rim protector. See? I'm not sure Thomas Bryant makes the makes the, yeah, he's makes another, the roster now that Andrew Bogut's on the team. He's another one that's uh, – He's on the fence. He, there, there's about five or six guys that I'm about to watch. Through. Who, who do you not have making the roster? I, I think I think you're right with uh, I think Caruso, and then uh, I think Vanderblue is definitely not definitely not making it, and uh, Tyler Ennis. I don't, I don't see him making. I think I think Hart and Thomas Bryant will make it over Ennis. Interesting. Yeah. Just because they're the they're the draft picks. Or? Yeah. Yeah. But you know Thomas Bryant could see himself being a G League player easily. But. Yeah. But uh, I, I I like Thomas Bryant. I think he's going to be a decent player for us. He's going to be a good role player. He's yeah. not going to be anything too crazy. Um, wh- I don't think I've ever seen this before, but uh, Andrew Bogut is going to be wearing number 66 for the Lakers. <laughs> I love numbers like that. that. It's hilarious. And the best part was, though, the quote the quote from him is, uh, quote, not a lot of numbers left in the Lakers organization. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it reminds me of uh, – when this is a Sonics throwback is when Rodmanovich he he loved the number seven. seventy-seven. Well, he wanted he he wore number seven like Bogut wore number six, and yeah. when he got to Seattle, Richard Lewis was wearing number seven, so he went with seventy-seven. This is always such a weird number to see on a on a basketball uniform. Yeah, and now I think uh, we can get to some quotes from I think your favorite player on the Lakers right now, <sighs> Mr. Lonzo Ball. Damn near my favorite player in the league at this oh, point. Man. Almost, almost, almost. I still, I still give the, I'll still give the nod to uh, Russ, but yeah, Lonzo's the man. Pretty, pretty hard to take away the nod from Russ. Yeah, I, well, uh, and Isaiah, Isaiah's the other guy that always goes back. Well, Shout out to that's Coma. Some, that's some home cooking for yeah, you right that's, there. That's the, that's um, the homie. But I think one of he was he was asked uh, why passing the ball excites him so much in a league that's all about dunks and three-point shots and the excitement. Like, what what gets him so excited about uh, passing the ball? Uh, and he, he had to say this, uh, quote, I think it just unifies the team, plus it's contagious. One person starts passing, everyone starts passing. 
And thirdly, it moves faster than a person. Talking about the ball moving faster than a person. Yep. Uh, yep. Obviously, if you could pass the ball faster than someone uh, can run down the court all day. So it just makes sense to me, and that's just how I play. I love hearing that from a young rookie point guard yeah. who who's trying to really, I think, model his career after Magic Johnson. And I think having Magic Johnson as the president of basketball operations for the Lakers and bringing Lonzo Ball under his wing like that, I think it only spells great things for this kid. Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be great. It makes everybody around him better. He gets excited for his teammates, which is rare in a superstar. Uh, yeah, he's got some great qualities that that it, you know. If he's a superstar, we're all hoping he is. Um, the team's going to be really good because he's going to be there and he's going to make everybody else around him better. He's going to make their job easier. Uh, he's a great player. Jason Kidd, Magic Johnson, LeBron, Curry, all those guys are. You know, when when they're starting to talk about your game and start saying those names, you know, you're doing something right. Yeah, and then. Um couple more quotes uh he had some expectations for himself Lonzo. Uh, yeah uh he said quote all i'm focused on is making the playoffs anyone that knows me knows i love to win and making the playoffs is obviously winning so that's all i really care about yeah that's smart that's the right thing to say 100 percent. doesn't care about rookie of the year doesn't care about the individual accolades yeah. he's a, i he think wants- he's gonna be a kid that's always gonna say the right thing i think he's just ready for this moment and he's uh he's coached up he knows what to say. He yeah. knows what to do. What's, cra- what's crazy is, is you, you think he's going to be the type of player where he always knows what to say, always has the right thing to yeah. say, but his dad is the complete opposite. It, but his dad thinks about what he says before he says it. 100%. 100%. I, that's, that's, that's more what I mean. That, that's, they're strategic with how oh, they talk. Smart. LeVar Ball is probably one of the smartest genius marketers. He's, genius. he's like a Chris Jenner. I've been, yeah, I've been watching, I've been watching basketball my entire life, and I've never seen anything like this. And they're absolutely the Kardashians of the sports world. Um, then, Luke Walton had had a lot to say. Um, there was there was a story that was running running around between a couple different interviews, but uh, apparently Luke Walton had to lock the gym a couple of times this summer, like kind of kind of like Coach Carter, not not for punishment reasons, but for. Uh, to tell the guys to rest like they're they're yeah. going too hard yeah they're young they're, mean, they're young and they're excited they're playing together they're in la it's a great time to be a laker and a lakers fan because it's we have something to look forward to the future looks bright it's it's not what it there's no more what are we going to do next we've done what we're going to do now the now i mean yeah we could get a big name free agent in, in the future but as of right now we're we're excited about the guys on the roster and it could be great one one hundred percent. If Ball and Ingram are studs, I mean, then it's like you could really do it. You could become a super team like that, and that's 100%. what you got to do to win a championship. You got to become a super team. So, in you, today's you NBA, that's really how it goes. Yeah, you have to. So you got to build some. You got to have some come from within. You know, Warriors built Curry, Thompson, Draymond. They drafted those guys. Those yep. guys have been in the league for a long time. They weren't just. They didn't just come in and become champions. They they worked at it. They progressed through the system and. That's what I think these guys are going to do. I mean, Randall, Dang, Zubak, uh, Nance, Ingram, Ball, all those guys, you know, they're, they're, they're going to progress. They're going to, yeah, they're going to be good. It. They're going to get better. And then a lot of, a lot of talk, especially since, since Kobe's retired, is um, whose team is this now? Lonzo Balls. Luke Walton might have to disagree with that. Yeah. Luke Walton says, uh, quote, we'll feel that out as we go. It's interesting because Lonzo is more on the quiet side. But the way he plays the game, people mm-hmm. are drawn to him. He's naturally going to be a leader just by the way he plays. B.I. is really stepping into a leadership role, meaning Brandon Ingram, uh, as far as the, the way he's holding players accountable. He has no problem going up to someone on the court and telling someone they aren't playing hard enough. We've got good vets as well. It's a great mixture of the two. Yeah. I, uh I mean, yeah, Luke. Luke is uh, Luke. He's a successful guy. He did his thing up in Golden State. He's bringing it down here. Uh, but I still just think I think now it's 
Shit, it might be LeVar Ball's team at this point. I don't, no. even, I don't even know. No. It's, it's about a, it's a LeVar Ball, LeVar, Magic Johnson. LeVar was Luke nowhere Walton to be mix. seen. LeVar was nah, nowhere nah. to be seen at media yeah. day. Yeah, and that and makes Magic, sense. Magic even said that. That makes sense. He's, Magic, Magic said he's not worried about LeVar. He doesn't yeah. need to monitor LeVar. Because he's, he's not toxic. Exactly. He's not toxic. LeVar, LeVar has been this way with. Lonzo, Lamelo, and LiAngelo their entire lives. It's, not, it's something they're used to, and they they know how to respond to it. Yeah, they they. It's comforting. It's what it's like. If anything, it's just making them more comfortable because exactly. they're doing what they've always been doing. They're chilling exactly. on Gino Hill still. Yeah, I mean, they know their dad is crazy, but there's a method to the to the man's madness. Yep. No, it's it's. I'm excited to watch the Lakers this year. It's gonna oh, be it's gonna be badass. I'm very very excited. I'm, I'm hoping that Alonzo Ball gets that rookie of the year nod over uh, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying 35 wins, but boy, am I hoping for more. You know what could be interesting, Alonzo Ball thing, uh, is if because he's so popular, is if he could maybe start in the All Star game. You know. You know, it's purely off of popular. It's kind of like when, you know, the, the aging superstars make the all-star. Like, or, like Iverson and Kobe and, and I mean, this is Shaq no, and all those and this guys. This is in no way offense or meant any disrespect towards Yao Ming because he he was a great player. Yeah, but he had but all of China. Yao Ming had all of China voting uh, for and him. And like when Justin Bieber wins MVP of the Celebrity Game because yeah. if you got, you know, it's a popularity contest. Yeah. If, I mean, you're, if you're putting it up to the fans, it's a popularity contest and – you know, Lonzo Ball will have to beat out Harden and Curry probably. It's going to be very hard to do in it the can West, be, it would, I'm not saying it's going to happen. It's just a little tidbit I want to throw in there. It would be very, very funny to see if Lonzo Ball started in the All-Star but, game as a rookie. But, I mean, I've heard Jeannie Buss in multiple different interviews with different outlets saying that she really hopes that the Lakers can get at least one player on the All-Star team with Los Angeles hosting yeah. the All-Star game. Because if it's not... I don't feel like All Star Week is complete. It's gonna be. It's gonna be probably DeAndre has probably got the best shot at this point. He's not even a Laker. Let's let's just not. Yeah, Clippers. Hey, I'm just saying. That's what. That's that's what the Lakers got to deal with. That we need the Lakers to step up. We really do represent LA. It's been five six years of just tumultuous Lakers basketball. Yeah, Ingram, Ingram, and uh, Ingram could do it. I mean, I, I don't I know. If it, I do don't it. know. It's just, oh man, it's more of who's not making the All Star game. There's going to be so many snubs this year. Yeah, I mean, just that guard, just that guard, Curry, Harden, Russell. Just you know, there's only like, two spots. So one of those guys is not starting in the All Star game. Russ didn't start last year. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Russell Westbrook didn't yeah, start the All Star yeah. game last year. But that's or the West. That, that's that's the, that's no, the West. Had to have. That's the he West where started. Then it was Curry or Harden. Yeah. One of them, you know? One it's... of them. So I think that about wraps it up here for the Sports Kingdom Show, episode two. Be sure to follow us both uh, on Twitter, at the Duke of Sports, at Tyler's underscore world underscore. And then be sure to follow the show's Twitter and Instagram, at TSK Show. Thanks, guys. Have a good one.